Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands unto the Lord all across this house. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place. He's here to heal and to deliver and to set free. Come on, lift up your hands unto the Lord right now. I wonder if we could call him King Jesus again. Somebody call him King Jesus. Hallelujah. Go ahead and call him King Jesus. Oh, bless his wonderful name. Bless his wonderful name. We've asked the Holy Ghost to break out in this house, and he's doing that right now. He's doing that right now. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to just take two more minutes and sing that song again. King Jesus. King Jesus. I need him to be King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I need him to sit upon the throne in my life. He's not just another. He's not one among many. He's the altogether lovely. He's the great I am and the all in all. Come on, somebody lift up your voice and praise his name. We want to see our kingdom here. Yeah, Lord. King Jesus, you're the name we're lifting high. Your glory. Revival. We want to see your kingdom here, Lord. Come on and give it praise. Lift that praise under his name right now. Lift that praise under his name right now. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of our God. Blessed be the name of our God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel the victory of God in this place. You know, what you're, you know what you're feeling right now? You're feeling the blessed assurance that everything's going to be all right if you put your trust in Jesus Christ. I don't have to know what you're going through. I know who our God is, and I can tell you if you trust Him, if you trust Him, if you trust Him, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 It's just such a good feeling to bask in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for being here today. 
Thank you for bringing your family here today. May the Lord bless you, cause His face to shine upon you. We pray that the presence of God you feel will not just be something you experience in this room with all of us together, but that you'll take the presence of the Lord with you when you go. Hallelujah. And stand upon His Word and take refuge in His promises. Amen. You do only come here one time as a guest. After that, you're just part of us. We're just grateful to have you here at Tree of Life Church. Can we give all of our guests a great big hand clap of appreciation and thanks for being here this morning? Thank the Lord. Amen. We thank you so much for being here today. And, and you may be seated, everybody, uh, except the Bacon family. If we could have them to come at this time, and let's give them a great big hand clap of appreciation as they come. Amen. We thank the Lord for this family. Amen. A week, two weeks ago on a Sunday night, I was preaching in Indianapolis, Indiana, at Zion Tabernacle and Brother Bacon was there Now, some of you may not know but the reason he was there is because the Bacons live in Indianapolis and they travel every Sunday to Tree of Life Church hallelujah hallelujah thank the Lord I'm so humbled and honored by that and grateful to them that they make that sacrifice every week, week in and week out. And we want them to know that they may be two hours away, but they're right here in our hearts. Our prayers are with them, and we're thankful that they make Tree of Life Church their home. And we're honored to be able to dedicate today Jude Samuel Bacon. Amen. An Old Testament and a New Testament name unto the Lord today and uh, he's got two great big brothers who love him and who love the Lord with all their hearts and we thank God for this family we have a responsibility as a congregation to every child that's in this congregation that is born into this family we have a responsibility to be examples of the believers to be a light of the world salt of the earth we're gonna pray a dedication prayer for Jude and we're gonna pray the blessing of the Lord upon the bacon family and we're going to ask God to help us to be who we need to be as a shining light in this dark world. Could you just extend your hand with me right now in the name of Jesus as we pray for this family in the name of the Lord. Lord, I thank you for Jude Samuel Bacon. Lord, before you formed him in the belly, you knew him and ordained him for your glory. I thank you, O oh God, for his life for the blessing of the Lord that rests upon him. I pray, Lord, you'll fill him with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I pray you'll wash him in the blood of the Lamb. Lord, I pray you'll forgive every sin, iniquity, or transgression. Lift him up and let him stand, O oh God. Cause the promises of God to be firm under his feet, O oh Lord, and let him trust you all the days of his life. Lord, send forth angels as ministering spirits to bless him every waking day. We love you, God, and we give you praise. We pray for brother and sister Bacon. We pray right now in the name of Jesus for the Bacon family that the Spirit of the Lord will rest upon them and be with them. Comfort them and strengthen them. Anoint them, O oh God, for your purpose. We give you praise. Help us as a congregation 
nation, Lord, to stand as righteous believers in the power of God. Examples of the testimony of the righteous. We give you praise for this in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. Can we give the Lord another hand clap of praise? Amen. God is so good. Let's give them another big hand. God is so good to us. Amen. What an honor to be able to dedicate another child. Amen to the Lord. And we, we thank God for that. And I thank God for each and every one of you that are here this morning. Uh, God is doing wonderful things at Tree of Life Church. I do want to tell you that we're making tremendous progress. We want to keep our eye on the proverbial ball, amen, as we seek to do what the Lord has called us to do. As of last Sunday, since May of 2018, which was just, just not too long ago, just a month and a year and seven months ago, you have given $1,859,000. $664.97. Can we give God thanks for this? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. We're believing to reach $2 million before 2019 concludes. 2020 is going to be one of the most momentous years this congregation has ever known. Buckle your seatbelts. Better yet, just go ahead and take the seatbelt off and let's all fly into the future and see what the Lord is going to do. Because we're getting ready to see God do some really amazing things in our midst. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As we, as we approach the conclusion of 2019, we are, we are trending in the right direction. All of our numbers are really good, really strong. We're looking to be able to begin this project perhaps sooner than we expected. And we are really believing for that. We, again, do hope to reach $2 million before 2019 concludes. That's going to take an effort on all of our parts. All I'm asking is that each of us pray and consider, what can I do? What what can I do to make that possibility, that, that dream a possibility to, to, to go over $2 million before 2019 concludes? If we hit it, thank you, Jesus. If we don't, thank you, Jesus. God is still on the throne. He's doing a great work in our midst. Amen. But if we all stop and consider, and we're going to be buying gifts for a lot of special people this year. A lot of special people. We're going to be giving them gifts and we're going to be blessing them. And I wonder if, if before we think of anybody else, I wonder if we could think of, Lord, what, what can I bring to the, to the manger? The, 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 the wise men brought some things. And if I'm wise, I'm going to bring you something too. And that's, that's all we're asking this year is to consider how the Lord can use you and use me to, to, to help us toward this reality. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to you. Because this has been an amazing journey, and the journey is not over. We're going to see things we've never seen before. And to God be the glory. To God be the glory for that. 
You know, we had said we were going to give $3.6 million, I think was the, the total that we committed. You know, we're halfway uh, month-wise to, to, to May of 2021, but we're over half what we had pledged to give. Hey, Amen. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Amen. You are just the most amazing people, and I thank God for all of you. And I thank God for your love for the Lord and your love for people, because that's who we're building this for, to reach the people who need Jesus. Amen. This morning I'm going to read from the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 32. I just want to share with you for a few moments something the Lord has placed on my heart, and I, I believe that if He placed it on my heart, it's for a reason. That perhaps there's somebody here today that needs this word from the Lord. 2 Chronicles chapter 32 And beginning with verse number one, the word of the Lord says this after these things and the establishment thereof, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and entered into Judah and did camp against the fenced cities and thought to win them for himself. When Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib was come and that he was purposed to fight against Jerusalem, he took counsel with his princes and his mighty men. To stop the waters of the fountains, which were without the city, and they did help him. So there was gathered much people together who stopped all the fountains. And the brook that ran through the midst of the land, saying, Why should the kings of Assyria come and find much water? Also he strengthened himself and built up all the wall that was broken, and raised it up to the towers, and another wall without, and repaired Milo in the city of David, or the fortifications in the city of David, and made darts and shields in abundance. He set captains of war over the people and gathered them together to him in the street of the gate of the city and spake comfortably to them, saying, Be strong and courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Syria nor for all the multitude that is with him. For there be more with us than with him. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. I don't even know if I need to preach. We might just need to let the word just sit out in our hearts for a little while. Because the Bible says they rested upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. And and that's what I'd like to preach today. Resting on the words of the king. Resting on the words of the king. Could you just lift your voice one more time in this house, asking God's blessing upon the preaching of his word, upon the moving of his spirit. Lord, I thank you for this today, your people. I thank you for the mighty power that you caused to be manifest in our midst. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you would move in this house. Help us, O Lord, in Jesus' name to sit together in heavenly places as we consider your word. Your word that is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. Help us, I pray, O God, in the name of Jesus. O God, never to waver, but to trust in your holy word. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. And everybody said in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. And amen. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. 
It has been an age-old challenge for the nation of Israel as they have sought to lay claim to the land of God's promise. God gave to them a promise to their father Abraham, the great patriarch who was the faithful father of his descendants. And he was the friend of God. And he was an individual who who believed in God and as a result it was counted unto him for righteousness. Abraham trusted the Lord and the Lord gave him directions. He obeyed the Lord. And as a result, God made him very special promises. He said, blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply you. I will bless those who bless you. And he, and he said, I will curse those who curse you. He said, I'm going to give you a land. And this land is going to be yours and it's going to belong to you. And it's going to belong to your descendants that come after you. And this is to this day, the land of God's promise for the descendants of Abraham. And they have, through the years, had many opponents, many adversaries who have risen up against them and have attempted to drive them from this land. And when they did not serve the Lord, but trusted instead in false gods, there were people who were successful in driving them from those lands because their trust was not in the Lord God. God's going to let you experience the victory through those in whom you trust. And if you trust in a false God, you're, you're going to be able to experience all that comes with that false God. But when you trust in the Lord, you're going to experience what comes from trusting in the Lord. How many remember when you trusted in something that was not of God and it proved to be vanity and it proved to be your demise? Anybody remember those days? And you compare it when, to this point when you're putting your trust in God. You know why you're here this morning? Because you're trying to trust in the Lord today. I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on. Continue to be faithful. Continue to serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Hallelujah. And all of the things you need shall be added unto you. I commend you for being here today and, and trusting in the Lord for his mighty power. Hallelujah. The children of Israel have long had one adversary after another. And yet in 2019, their feet are firmly planted in the land that God promised their father Abraham. I remember when I was able to be in Israel and had such a, a wonderful time. I, I remember coming to that blessed uh, Sea of Galilee, Lake Gennesaret. And as I came upon that sea, we, we got out onto the boat and, and launched out into it. And, I, you know, I've been preaching about the Sea of Galilee all those years. And, and to actually be on it was, it was just a little more than I could handle. I was trying to be nice and talk to people and, 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 you know, greet folks that were on the boat. Finally, I just had to go to the corner of the boat. And, and they were playing a beautiful song. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, let it ring. Praises and majesty to the king. And, and, and I'm listening to that song. And y'all know, you know, you know I, just started to, I just started to really feel what was happening in that moment. 
And I thought, I don't need to go into a praise break right here in the middle of this boat. I'm going to get over to the side. And, you know, you're dangerous there. You start shouting on the side of the boat, and you might end up having to walk on the water. You don't know what's going to happen. But I, I remember looking down upon that water and, and just thinking, Lord, you walked on this water. And, and, and I looked out over the, over the mountainside, and I've, I've never felt such peace as I did in that moment. I, I've never felt such peace as when I saw the birds flying through the air and, and, and the gentle ripple of the waves as we, as we made our way through the Sea of Galilee. And, and, and then I began to recall, hey, wait a minute. Why am I feeling so at peace? Because there are, there are countless adversaries physically surrounding us, all of whom are on record as saying they're going to annihilate the people who live in this place. And I thought, how in the world do I feel such peace? And the people where I'm looking, they feel peace too. And the folks who live here feel peace. And the Lord spoke to me and said, you're feeling what it feels like to live in a land of promise. Peace among your adversaries. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. I'm not afraid of those enemies that surround me. Hallelujah. We went to the Mediterranean Sea and just took a stroll on the beach. And, and there were people sipping coffee. It was a little chilly that day. People sipping coffee on the beach. And, and I'm in Tel Aviv on the Mediterranean Sea. I, I, back in America, we saw that, that there are times when Tel Aviv will be randomly bombed. And I'm thinking, these folks aren't even worried about a bomb. They're just sipping coffee, sipping tea, enjoying their time. Folks were throwing Frisbees out on the Mediterranean Sea. And I felt like throwing a Frisbee. I thought, my goodness, there's peace, even in the presence of our enemies. And I wondered how can they feel such peace. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, I'll never forget when talking about Israel's right to the land, the city of Jerusalem, he held up the same book that I'm holding up. And he said, this is our title and deed to the land. This is our title and deed to the land. When God gives us a promise, his promises are true. It is impossible. It is impossible. I need to say this emphatically. It is impossible for God to lie. If it comes out of his mouth, it is truth. Hallelujah. You need to know that if it comes out of the mouth of God, it is superior to everything else that may or may not be. If it comes from the mouth of God, it is absolute truth. If you know that, it'll make you free. Hallelujah. And so, so when we talk about God giving to the people of Israel a land of promise and the Lord telling them, I, I will prepare for you a land that flows with milk and with honey and I, I, will, I will give unto you freely. I will give unto you precious promises. That's a reflection not only of, of a natural thing but of a spiritual reality and something that, that exists for you and I as the people of God. We are grafted into this beautiful lineage this lineage of faith. It's not just for one group of people, but it's for all who believe, ladies and gentlemen. 
All who place their faith and their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so today I want you to know that God gives unto you precious promises. Promises that you can count on. Promises that you can rest upon. It's not, 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 not something that is vain, something that is of a fairy tale nature, but, but something that you can know is absolute truth. I want you to know that the Lord said, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. The Lord said, perfect love casts out fear. Hallelujah. The Lord said, the kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. God wants you to live in a land of righteousness. And God wants you to live in a land of peace. God has given you a land of joy. God has given you a land of perfect love and no fear. God has given you a land of perfect peace where your mind is actually able to be stayed on the Lord. Even if you have an attention deficit disorder, the Lord can bring it into order and cause your mind to be stayed on Him, thus giving you perfect peace. I'm sorry, I'm not going to think about who's developing nuclear weapons. I'm not going to think about who just said they're going to annihilate me and my family. I'm going to throw my frisbee on this beach and give God praise that I'm living in the land He has promised me. No, I will not live in fear. I will not be afraid. God is on my side. I'm going to trust Him. And I'm going to be at peace. I'm going to be at peace. I'm going to be at peace. Oh, this is the will of God for you. This is the will of God for your family. We stand against fear. We rebuke fear. We preach the love of God, and the love of God casts out fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We, we read about this, this man, this king, a righteous king by the name of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was a righteous king of Judah, and he re received word that some of the worst news he could have received. And the news was that Sennacherib, Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, that's kind of a, a crazy sounding name, Sennacherib. And I, I, you know, when you're preaching about some of these Old Testament names that have multiple syllables and you don't know how to, you just got to go with it like you know how it's pronounced. <laughs> and understand, nobody else may know either and you just got to, Trust the Lord that he'll give you the utterance. <laughs> Amen. Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, had, he had determined that he was going to, to come against Jerusalem. He was going to come against Judah. And the Bible said that Hezekiah received word that Sennacherib was coming against Jerusalem. He was coming against Judah. And when he did, he said, oh, Lord, you've got to deliver us. Because Sennacherib had a track record. He just, he just wreaked havoc upon nations at will. He walked up into nations and just took over. 
He removed their kings. He removed their captains. If they wouldn't be subservient to him, he'd have them executed. He had multiple armies. He had millions of foot soldiers, hundreds of thousands of captains. And when he decided to move upon a state or a nation, he did it at will, at his whim. And you just had to get out of the way. And for the longest time, Hezekiah was trying to keep him at bay by giving him tax, paying taxes to him to keep him happy. Maybe he'll stay away from our land if we'll send him some money. He had done so much paying of taxes, he had emptied the treasury trying to keep this king Sennacherib at bay. Sennacherib was like a, was like a beast. You know, he, he, you, the more you fed him, the hungrier he got. Once he found out where the food was coming from, he started pawing the ground and moving in that direction. That's the way it works, ladies and gentlemen, when the enemy comes against you. Sometimes you have a struggle, you have a fight, and you start trying to appease that struggle by giving into it every now and then. And, and just trying to throw some attacks at it and trying to, trying to keep it at bay. And, and I, gotta, I, I don't know how to totally get rid of it, so I'm just going to try to set things up to where it doesn't completely overtake me. But the more you feed it, the worse it's going to get. The more, that you, the more that you feed it, the hungrier. It's like a lion. It finds out where the, where the money's coming from. And he starts moving in the direction of Hezekiah, the king of Judah. And I, I've come to tell somebody tonight, it's time to stop feeding your adversary. It's time to stop giving your adversary anything. You need to starve that thing. You need to stop worrying. You need to stop dreading. You need to stop fearing. You need to stop lusting. You need to stop envying. You need to stop coveting. You say that's easier said than done, preacher. I understand. But with God, all things are possible. And I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. You've created a monster. Do you, know that, do you know that in the book of Genesis, we see the serpent that tempted Eve? The Bible said the serpent was the most subtle beast of the field. It's a nasty old serpent snake. And, and, then, and the Bible said the curse on it was that he was going to eat the dust of the ground. Well, this dust of the ground, that's not the first mention of the dust of the ground. The first mention of the dust of the ground was that God formed man of the dust of the ground. So our flesh comes from the dust of the ground. What does the serpent feed on? Feeds on the dust of the ground. Feeds on our flesh. So, so you've got a serpent, a, a, an adversary in your life, and, and he feeds on your fleshly ways. Your carnal appetite satisfies the serpent in your life. And, and you think you've got this under control. You don't have anything under control. You've been paying taxes to this serpent. You've been letting this serpent feed off of your emotions for so long. You get to the book of Revelation and he's no longer a slithering little serpent in the Garden of Eden. He's a fire-breathing dragon flying around chasing folks into the wilderness. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. He fed on the flesh of humanity for generations until now he's an out-of-control monster. That's what Hezekiah was facing. 
At one time, this was just a king off in the distance. We got to make sure that we keep him at bay. So every now and then, he would release some more, release some more funds, and he would release more tax, and he would feed him a little bit. Instead of putting him at bay, he was drawing him in, and this thing went from a slithering little serpent to a fire-breathing dragon. And 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 word came to Hezekiah and said he doesn't want any of your money. He wants your homes and he wants your lands. He wants your families. He wants everything about you. He's coming and he's coming strong. And he's going to take over. And Hezekiah said, oh God, help us. Lord, what do we do? And the Lord began to give him direction through the prophet Isaiah. There are three different accounts of this same story in the Bible, both in 2 Kings, 2 Chronicles, and the book of Isaiah. They're all worth reading because they all have various details that really give you an understanding of what exactly took place. Isaiah told Hezekiah, and I love the relationship Hezekiah had with the prophet Isaiah. Because he didn't try to just handle this on his own. He went to the man of God. He went to the word of God. And said, I need a word from the Lord. And Isaiah and Hezekiah prayed together. And called upon the Lord. And the Lord gave Isaiah a word. And it was this. He's not going to be able to do anything in your city. He may be big. He may be bad. He may have done a lot of bad things to a lot of other people. But he's not going to be able to come into your city. And sling an arrow or kill anybody. Because the Lord is going to fight for you. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. It might look worse before it gets better. But you better hang on to the word that the Lord has given you. I said it might look worse before it gets better. But you've got to hang on to the word. You got to hang on to the word when that's all you've got to hang on to. You got to hang on to the word when the armies are outside the gate. You got to hang on to the word when the enemy is contradicting the word. When the facts and the figures are contradicting the word. When the statistics are contradicting the word. You have to hang on to the word. Woo. What are you going to believe, Hezekiah? This, this wild, maniac, dictator, tyrant, king, Sennacherib, who is standing on the outside of your gates with millions of foot soldiers? Or this grisly old prophet? The Lord's not going to let him come into your city. He's not going to do it. He's not going to be able to sling an arrow. He's not going to be able to. You can, he, can, he can say whatever he wants to say. But the Lord has said he's not going to be able to come into your city. I'll tell you who I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe the word of the Lord. Whose report do you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. Sennacherib sent spokespeople. Rabshakeh came and shouted out, said, we're coming in. We're tearing this whole place apart. He started speaking in Hebrew. Some representatives 
scribes and whatnot came to him and said, don't speak in Hebrew. Because everybody can understand that. Speak in your native language. We understand your native language. Speak in Assyrian so that we can understand. We don't want everybody to hear. They said, we don't want to speak in a language people can't understand. They said, we're going to say it to where everybody understands what we're saying. Because we want to tear this place up. We want to burn this place down. We're coming in whether you like it or not. You might as well surrender because all of your hope and help is gone. And they began to speak deliberately in the language that the people understood. I tell you, the devil will come into your life and start speaking in a language that resonates with you. He'll talk your language. He'll begin to speak to you and tell you things that make sense because, because the, the statistics are there. He, they, they, he said, they said, have you not seen what we've done to other nations? Go check the documentation. They withstood us and they fell. Look at how many people have already died of this disease. Look at how many people's marriages never survived what you hope, hope, hope. Your marriage will survive. Look at how many people have already gone down the path you've gone down and never returned. And they started bringing every statistic and every fact and every figure. And it was right there in black and white. It was true. Every one of those cities fell. Every one of those nations fell. Every one of those people died. And every one of them resisted. And every one of them tried to stand on their own. And every one of them fought back. But they all fell. Rabshakeh and Sennacherib were standing up there saying this is what's going to happen to you if you don't just hold on or, or surrender to us. Stop holding on. In fact, they said, don't listen to Hezekiah. That's what they said. They said, don't listen to Hezekiah. Don't let him deceive you. Hezekiah was the king of Judah. And when he came down to the people, this is what he this is what he said. He said to them, be strong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be strong and be courageous. Hallelujah. That, that, listen, I'm going to tell you what the words of the king are today. The words of the king are, be strong. And I've come to give the word of the king to somebody today. This isn't the word. This isn't a rumor. This isn't something somebody said that he said. This isn't, this isn't some messenger. This isn't just a watchman. This isn't just somebody who's trying to act like they've got the ear of the king. This is a word that comes directly from the king. Be strong. Hallelujah. And I've come to tell somebody this morning from the king of all kings. Be strong. And be courageous. Hallelujah. So, so be strong and be courageous but you don't understand pastor how long I've been away from the Lord be strong and be courageous and those old whispers they're coming back to me and I feel like I might fall like I've fallen in the path be strong and be courageous but I know a lot of people who have fallen to the same thing the devil's telling me I'm going to fall to. Be strong and be courageous. I know a lot of people who lost their children like the devil's telling me I'm going to lose mine. Be strong and be courageous. Uh, 
Glory, 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 glory. Be strong. Be courageous. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. Let it ring from the housetops. Be not afraid. Go tell it on the mountain. Tell it in the valley low. Be not afraid. not afraid don't be dismayed don't be dismayed don't be discouraged don't be disheartened don't give up don't quit be not afraid be not dismayed oh hallelujah here's why for there be more with us there be more with us than with him you may not see it but they're there don't make me take you back to Elisha and Gehazi when Gehazi looked around and saw the Syrians surrounding the house of Elisha and he went running in saying oh prophet of God we're in trouble now I look out on the mountainside and I see chariots of the Syrian army they're filling the foothills of this mountain and, and Elisha walked out got his coffee in hand got his newspaper rubbing his eyes he said oh wait a minute you don't see it you don't see it, do you? See, you can't take for granted what people don't see. You, you can't just think everybody sees what you see. Do you see what I see? Do you hear what I hear? A sound, a sound. I wish I could help somebody see what the Lord is doing in your life. That's what I'm trying to do with this word this morning. I want you to lift your eyes unto the hills from which cometh your help. Your help cometh from the Lord. I'm not afraid. 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 Hallelujah. When the Lord opened Gehazi's eyes, he saw that the whole mountainside was filled with the chariots of fire and the army of the Lord. They were always there. They were always there. Be strong. Be courageous. Be not afraid. Don't be dismayed. For there are more with us than with him. Hallelujah. God is on our side. The heavenly host is on our side. The Lord has sent his angel. I said the Lord has sent his angel. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. He said, with him is an arm of flesh, but with us 
Oh, my Lord, have mercy. But with us is the Lord our God. And he's here to help us. And he's here to fight our battle. I got to keep on preaching, but I'm going to have to praise him for just a moment. Because the Lord is here to help us. The Lord is here to fight our battles. With them is an arm of flesh. But with us is the Lord our God to help us and fight our battles. Hallelujah. 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 And the Bible says the people rested. Hallelujah. They were all worried until Hezekiah spoke the word. And once he spoke the word, they rested upon the words of the king. They rested. Hallelujah. Some of you just need some rest. You've been uptight. You've been worried. You've been tense. You've been scared. You've been afraid. But the word is coming forth to give you rest. Go ahead. Have a piece of pie. Throw a frisbee. Get some tea. Get some coffee. The Lord is here to help you. The the Lord is here to fight your battle. My God, my God, my God, my God. You're going to be able to rest. I said you're going to be able to rest again. It won't keep you up at night any longer. It won't wake you up in the middle of the night. The Lord is going to give you rest. Some of y'all need a sleep number mattress. Hallelujah. You get one of those sleep number mattresses and you just start cranking that number up. And the more you crank up that number, the firmer the mattress gets. My back pain starts going away. My shoulder pain starts going away. I'm going to put more numbers into the sleep number. Hallelujah. I tell you, you need to put numbers 2713 in. Psalm 2713. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Woo, that feels good. Some of y'all need to crank up Proverbs 18 and 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous running into it and is safe. Come on, somebody. It's time to crank up the sleep number. It's time to crank up the words of the king. It's time. It's time to rest. Rest.
upon his word. I need somebody who believes his word to praise him like you believe his word. Come on, I need you to believe his word more than you believe the report of the adversary. I need you to believe his word more than you believe the report of your enemy. I need you to believe his word. Come on, don't wait for the music to start. Shout about his word. Give him praise for his word. Dance because of his word. Hallelujah. The Lord is here to help us. The Lord is here to fight our battles. I feel rest on every side. I feel peace in my soul. Hallelujah. 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 I want somebody that needs rest. I want you to come right now and find rest for your souls. Find rest for your souls. Find rest for your souls. I need everybody that needs God to come and firm the foundation under their feet. To come find rest. I rebuke stress in the name of Jesus. I rebuke stress off of you in the name of Jesus. It is the will of God for you to live in joy. It is the will of God for you to live at peace. It is the will of God for you to be made whole. To be strong and courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed. Come on, the Lord gave you this city. The Lord gave you this land. The Lord gave you peace. The devil can't take this joy that you have. The devil can't take this salvation you have. The devil can't take this peace that the Lord has promised to you. Yes, Lord. I stand on the word of the Lord. I stand on the word of the Lord. Yes. Yes, yes, be strong. Be strong. Strength is coming. Strength is coming. Strength is coming. Strength is coming. Isaiah 40 and 31 they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint come on that's it in the name of Jesus that's it in the name of Jesus. There's Holy Ghost power in this house. There's Holy Ghost power in this house. Come on, fill this house with praise. Fill this house with praise and see what the Lord will do. See what God will do. 
I dare you to praise God right now. I dare you to praise God with all your heart right now and see what kind of victory will come into your life. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. There's a wave of strength and courage that's flowing through this house right now. I said there's a wave of strength and courage coming through this house. You let it get a hold of you right now. Right where you stand. Open up your heart and let God fill you with strength and courage. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. For the Lord is here to help me. For the Lord is here to fight my battle. Yes, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. The Lord is here to help me. The Lord is here to fight my battle. I am not afraid. In the name of Jesus Christ, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of the darkness. I'm not afraid of the sickness. I'm not afraid of the sadness. I'm not afraid of the possibilities. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Come on, somebody, that's it. I want somebody right now to praise him. Praise him in the presence of your enemies. Praise him in the middle of your storm. Praise him while things aren't going right. Come on, praise him now. Don't wait till the battle is over. Praise him right now. Don't wait until you feel better. Praise him right now. how I fight my Woo! Ha, ha. Woo! This is how 